Welcome to all of you lovely people on BBS Radio. Thank you for joining us on our Sunday call with the Elohim. We're waiting for our wonderful friend, Mr. Free, who is arriving via Chinook helicopter as we speak. So hold tight and the show will be started very shortly. <laughs> Would you like to say your name and where you're from? Edward, Louisiana. Hi, Edward. Perfect timing. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect there. timing for you to greet How many people all are the here lovely with... people. Oh, about 2,000. We're a bit oh, low today. We're push, pushing on about 2,000. Oh, that's great. I love to hear you that. You know, we normally have at least five. <laughs> 5,000. <000. laughs> <laughs> More like five. <laughs> Sunday. Happy Sunday. Happy Sunday. <laughs> and it is a glorious, cold, beautiful, sunny day today. Well, it was in the UK. That's what we got here. Beautiful sunshine. Man, it rained the other day. Whoa, man, it was unbelievable. Thunder, lightning. Shaking the house. But it's, yes, it's a me too. Yeah, I saw you guys had some, some bad weather there. Yes. We, we've had a lot of high winds, but kind of sporadic and very short, sort of two minutes of high wind, and then it just disappears. Yeah, that's what happened with us. We had a front come through, and it was wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. It was gone in a second. But, man, it was it was something. Watered my garden. <laughs> I was going to tear my tomato plants out and other stuff, and they're all they're, they're, they're still producing because it hasn't, oh. hasn't, got cold. Yeah, it hasn't got cold yet here. So, really? Yeah. Well, it's on its, it's, on its way because we've got oh, very know. cold weather over it's here. Coming. <laughs> yeah. You know about uh, fried green tomatoes? No, I don't. Well, my wife's family was from Arkansas. And... Anyway, go ahead. Hi there. Welcome to our Sunday call. Would you like to say your name and where you're from? Hey, beautiful one. Um, this is Stacy from Laguna. Hi, Stacy. Welcome. Hi. <laughs> lovely. So lovely to have you back. It's lovely to be with you guys. So sweet. Oh. <laughs> We're just talking to Edward about fried green potatoes. Tomatoes. 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 Oh, yeah. tomatoes. Tomatoes. Yeah. <laughs> that, that too. <laughs> yeah. I'm making fried green tomatoes. Oh, man, that's good. Oh, God. Oh, oh that's was... lovely. Yeah, now I know what you mean. It's... I love tomatoes. Tomatoes. <laughs> Hi, Joan. Dawn Hi, Joan. Welcome. <laughs> Welcome to our, our chilly but bright and cheerful Sunday call. <laughs> Hi, Ginger. This is Shirley from Ohio. Hi, hey, Shirley. Shirley. Welcome. Hi, everyone. Good to have you back. 
Roger Roger. 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 Thank you. Hi, Roger. Hi, Roger. Good morning, everybody. Thank you. Hi, Giggles. Well, <laughs> welcome. <laughs> Where's BBS? BB, we're on BBS. I've welcomed our beautiful, lovely listeners on BBS Radio all over the world, all five million beautiful listeners. Wow. We're all waiting patiently for the helicopter to arrive. <laughs> <laughs> and we were just discussing um, uh, tomatoes and ways of cooking them. But before we do, I will welcome the next guest. Welcome to the next caller. Please say your name and where you're from. But only if you want to. Welcome to the next call. Please say your name and where you're from. Yes, I'm from planet Earth. My name, CJ, <laughs> is Raiden. Positive greetings. <laughs> Hi, Raiden. Positive greetings. Hi. Hi. Good timing. Hi, Raiden, I'm thinking of you. I'm thinking well, thank of you, you. I'm thinking of you for next week, Wednesday. Uh, Wednesday, Wednesday. That's the day I'm driving up to the, see the surgeon. Oh. Well, we might fit you in sooner. Okay. Maybe, Thank you. Maybe Tuesday, if you're going on okay, Wednesday. Yes. Yes, we had a bit of a break because we had a lot of things happening. Yes, but I it understand. Will be. <laughs> and, and then we had an emergency on Saturday with a lady that had gone into hospital. So um, we're keeping our fingers crossed. <laughs> okay, thank you. Oh, you're welcome. Reagan, just focus on when driving home from the surgeon. Yeah. Thank you. Everything's going to be fine. Well, we have our friends in the higher realms to look down on us, look over us, and make sure we're going to be fine. Yeah, Raiden, this is Stacey. I get a good feeling, too. It's going to be all, it's all going to be fine. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Thank you. I feel so good. <laughs> yeah, Thank bless you, honey. <laughs> <laughs> And we're just waiting for Mr. Free to arise and get this call started. Very strange. I talked to him earlier. <laughs> it's 32 and snowing here. 
<laughs> wow. Really? What part are you, Raiden? What part of the US? Mm -hmm. I'm in Sedona, Arizona, CJ. And and it's snowing in Sedona. And 32 degrees, yes. Oh, my God. How can that be normal? <laughs> well, Fahrenheit, not Celsius. Yes, yes. Well, that puts it around, <laughs> I don't know, is it two, three freezing. degrees? 32 is yes. freezing. Right. Well, you're colder than us over here in the UK. Hi, everybody. They're further north. Welcome, Wynn. Hi, Wynn. Hi, Wynn. Hi. Hi, Wynn. I am here. Great. Now we can get started. Hang on a second. <clears throat> is Terry Marie here? I haven't heard her. Is Shirley here? Shirley from Ohio? Yeah. Yes, I'm here. Oh, you are here. Oh, that's good. Hi, Shirley. Yeah. Hi. Is, is Stacy here? Yes. Yeah, with, yeah, I'm here. Good morning, Stacy. Good morning, Lynn. Well, well, I think we can start. Huh? Is Cecil here? No, I haven't heard him. Is Jackie here? Mm. Okay. Psychically, maybe. <laughs> well, everybody's here all the time, theoretically. <laughs> <laughs> the Elohim are here, and the Raw Group are here. Terry's here. Mm -hmm. Siege's here. Um, Siege's here. <laughs> you know, Siege, I always think of this song when I hear you. And I just remembered where the song came from. I'll bet you don't even know. But she's a typically English rosebud from a typical English town. The typical <laughs> English accent point of view. You ever heard that song? I have vaguely. It's from a musical That's right. of some type. I forget which one. Stop the world, I want to get off. <laughs> <laughs> but I recognize the song. <laughs> and, and you know why I know it? It's because when I was a kid, that was the only musical I ever went to see. Oh. And I was thinking the reason I went to see it was the title of it was like how I felt. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'll have to watch it now. <laughs> yeah. Let's see. I remember another song from that musical was. What kind of pure 
jewel. Who am I that never fell in love? Remember that song? No. No. And, uh, I mean, I couldn't barely, I can't remember the story of it. I just remembered, Stop the World, I Want to Go Off. That's a good title for something that I related Mm -hmm. to. It's kind of a good wanderer's um, motto. (laughs) Definitely. (laughs) Of course, wanderers chose to get on here, okay? And Mm -hmm. everyone's still unmuted. And let me just see, is there anyone new that's on the call? No. Or they're being quiet. Or they're on BBS. One one of the others. Okay. Well, Sunday morning with the Elohim. I like to reiterate this, just in case there's someone new listening that starts to hear us and they say, what the hell is this all about? And uh, this is a co-creative call between those of us on the call and a massive group soul at the high end of the universe. It's trying to use our group to reach the planet and reach us that are on the call. Most of us on the call, I would say, they have breached. And they're here. They're paying attention to us. And if you listen to the silence for a moment, you can hear their vibration. Now, In the early days, when I was communicating with them, I was trying to decide, for a couple of years at least, is this real? Why are they talking to me? Who am I? And there was all this phenomena that started to happen around this contact. And one of the early phenomena was I had to get a picture taken, a photo, for a woman for a um, an internet broadcast I was going to do. And Terry took a picture of me, and we were standing outside somewhere in front of some bushes. And I looked at the picture, and I said... I just don't like the way I came out in that picture. Let's take another one. And then we called in the light, which I'm going to do in just a moment. It's our way of invoking the Elohim. And um, let me just see. Is Cecil here? 
I have to catch Cecil earlier. He goes to church, you know. Let me see. Ken is here. Hi, Ken. Lyra is here. Hi, Lyra. Hi, Wynn. So we had this invocation to bring in the Elohim. And I'm going to do it just in one moment. And I told Terry, she took the picture, and I didn't like the way I looked. And I said, why don't we call them in and see if I like it any better? So we called them in, and I looked at the picture, and I didn't like it any better. And later, when we got home, I looked at the picture again. And the second photo had an unusual phenomena attached to it. My chest was covered in pink. And I said, what is that? So he immediately did a channeling and said, can you explain this pink? And they said that from their energy, I should mute everybody. Y'all are making a lot of noise here. Hang on a second. When their energy combines with the the Earth's energy, it turns pink. Now that was the first time I ever heard that. And um, all participants are muted, and they can unmute themselves. And there was no doubt there was this pink glow around my chest. And over the next months, I started paying attention to pictures that we would take. And they would be pink. There was a photo of me uh, giving a talk in somebody's backyard in Hollywood. And you could barely see me. There was so much pink around me. And then there was a, a picture of Daphne standing in somebody's backyard. And there was a whole pink thing around her. And finally, one of the most amazing of the pictures was a time that we were driving through downtown Philadelphia, and we were doing a healing for the city. Okay. I'm just turning the tones up. And I better mute. I was having trouble. Hang on, hang on. 
Wynn, are you muted? Hello? Hello? Oh, we can hear you. Oh, we can hear All right. You can hear me. Yes. So, um, I was talking about the pink, the pink glow, right? Did you hear that? Correct. Yes, correct. Yeah. So, Daphne and I were driving through the main downtown street in Philadelphia. We called in the light with the idea of bringing in the light to the city. Now, that was at the beginning stages of doing that kind of stuff. And I wasn't sure if it was doing anything or not. But I took a picture of Market Street through the window of the windshield of the car. And when I went home, or when I think we were in a motel, when we went back to the motel, I looked at the picture, and there was, it seemed as the, a pink vortex leaving the windshield of the car, expanding out to all the buildings in front of us, and leaving them all with a pink glow. And I mean, I still have that picture. It, it kind of blew my mind because it was indicating that we were calling them in, and that's the way we could tell they were coming through the pink light. And um, there were a couple instances of that, and then I stopped looking for it. But uh, I'm sure it was real. And so I'm going to call in the light now, and you may feel an energy descend on you. You may feel Terry come in. Terry's on the call. We know she's here. We're going to, I, 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 I hope she'll be able to talk to us in just a moment. And, you know, she basically just says hello, or if I have a question to ask, she answers it. But let's call in the light. Father, Mother, God, we ask for the presence of the light to surround and protect each person on this line. And any negativity be taken to the highest realms of light and be transmuted for the highest good of all concerned. We see ourselves in the flow of energy radiating from the center of the universe, through the galaxies, through the Milky Way, through the solar system, through the outer energy fields of planet Earth, through our bodies, and into the center of the earth. And right now, we invoke a group energy connection while maintaining the sovereign integrity of our souls. And we invite those sources that are positive, service to others, honoring the law of one, 
to join with us. And we create a protected space that only the positive has access to. Anything not of that nature must leave now. And we're going to invite Terry and the sources that accompany her into the space of this call now. And those of you that are regulars know that after Terry left her body, there were all these people calling me, telling me they thought Terry was talking to them. And I ended up testing each one out to see if I really thought it was Terry. And I could ask her questions about things that only she would know, and she could answer them. Now, I didn't know that when you left this realm, you could do that. I thought maybe you forget everything here, but she didn't. She knew everything. And uh, let's see. Shirley, can you unmute yourself? Hello, Shirley. I know you're there. All participants are unmuted. Hello. There you go. But now I unmuted everybody. I unmuted. Did did you just start? I, I tried to unmute myself. Can, you can hear yeah. me? Okay. I can hear you now, but you didn't unmute yourself. You have to do star six to unmute yourself. I hit, I hit hashtag six. I wasn't, yeah, I'm still. Sorry. Okay. I forgot the star. Okay. <laughs> All right. Thank you. That's okay. Listen. One of the things about the people that channel with me, in almost all cases, they're semi-space cadets, including Terry. <laughs> so <laughs> it's okay. Uh, okay, it now you're unmuted. It goes with the territory. It goes with the territory, yes. <laughs> right, right. So. Are you tuned in to Terry? Yes. No. Good morning, Terry. You don't have Good morning. Good morning. We're just getting connected. We're getting connected now. We're just getting into the flow. Good morning and blessings. Well, is there anything new going on up there? Um, well, there, it's ever, I mean, we're always changing and busy and doing new projects. It's, yeah. Now, we've had a lot of. Qu- 
a question to Terry. And she's been on the other side about what it's like, what did she went through, what did she go through when she dropped her body? And uh, Terry, do you mind answering some of those questions again? No, that's okay. Like, could you pinpoint the moment when your consciousness was no longer in your physical body? Um, that can come and go prior to passing. Um, Right. Um, usually, you visit in the astral realm prior to passing over. You know, just visits. I mean, you can like through your dream world, and you mm-hmm. you feel you get a little feel for like what is coming and then it's just such a release. It's such a beautiful release. Um the higher frequencies, the the um greeted by angels and guides and and it's just it's well, it's heaven. It is heaven, and and it's hard to describe heaven, too. But it's just you, a wonderful. It's blissful. It's very, very blissful. Your body was and in a lot of pain be before you. And to be one with all, yes, you're released of all. You're released of yes, that's God. And yeah, and. And the blissfulness coming from the release of that pain is very wonderful. It's it's just like um, it's just miraculous. Um, not having the the density, the body density, and the pain that was associated with it prior to yes, I did suffer. Um, before passing, but that was all released. And before you got to the place you're in now, did you go through a tunnel of light or a life review? A life review, yes, straight to the light. The light was just there. The light was, yeah, to the, the light and the life review. It was a quick life life review too, and it was mm-hmm. just like a joyous um, celebration with loved ones that had already passed, and also with all still in three D too. Now, 
in the place you're in now, you don't have a body, correct? Energy, body. I'm energy. Energy. And you can you, you can fly around the earth and land anywhere you you want. Is that true? No. Yes. Yes. Not really. Fly around, around the earth. earth. So not really. Well, it, be, it might be better. To, <laughs> um, it, it might be better. It, Better to say you can descend. You can descend into the earth realm. It's just like interdimensional. It's just the reaching is reaching out and people reaching back, and we just are. It's the blending of energies. And you can visit with people who you who you've known. You can be in their space. Yes, yes. Like I can feel you in my space right now. Can you be in everybody's space at the same time, the people in our group that are on this call? Well, there is no, like, time. So, yes, it's very easy to do that because... Where I'm from, the time element is, you know, that does, you know, does not exist. It's a higher density. So, all of you on the call, if you if you look for it, the people on the call might be able to feel you in this space. Yes, and many do, and I feel so blessed from the responses, the love and the light that's being shared and spread and and the exchange between all of us in body and not in body. I have a and feeling. With the higher, with the higher, the high, with the Elohim and with the bra, the bra on, and others. You know, I I sent an email out to to my big group today. And I haven't done that for a long time. And I invited them to check us, check out what's been going on on these Sunday calls. And um, I think it's pretty unusual for most people to have a conversation with somebody that left their body and is in a higher dimension. And maybe I'll open it up and see if anybody wants to ask you a question. It's got to be something everyone's interested in because we're all going to leave our bodies. And and if we're getting an accurate representation about what happens 
when we leave our bodies. That's very important. Now, does knowing about what's going to happen help somebody when they leave? Um, yes, yes. Um, you know, just being aware, the awareness, awareness, and, and not to have fear. There's nothing to fear with death. Death is so stigmatized with fear that it's another part of life. Mm-hmm. Well, I do believe, you know, w- w- when we started writing The Reincarnation of Edgar Casey, we were learning about graduating from this realm, okay? And not everybody graduates. And you're in fifth density, and a lot of people go to fourth density, and then... If you go to fourth density, I I believe you almost have to come back and take another body. Am I accurate there? Yes. um, Because of polarity to work out, to process their polarities, probably they still have their, they have lessons to work through yet. And um, it's not like it's a punishment, it's a choice. It's it's just where they're at, where each person is at on their evolutionary path. And maybe maybe they want to go for the experience, too. It does... um, Yes. Well, it seems it seems it seems to me, from everything I know about you, you have been in fifth density previously in between lives, and you chose to come back into this realm. Is that accurate? That, yes, it is. Yeah, and you don't know how, how many times have you done that? You know, numerous times, correct? Yes, multiple times, many past lifetimes. I mean, of course, when you were St. Catherine, you were obviously in another dimension to bring the St. Catherine messages through. And you, you, you had come in, graduated, and you did that. And then you came in with me, and you were graduated. And then you had other lifetimes that were very 3D lifetimes, I would say, where you were in this realm. But you, when you died, you still ended up in the higher realms, I think. Yeah. Am I right? Yes, correct. Yeah. So once you make it there, you can choose to come back to be of service and or not, right? Right. There are many light workers here now. There are many. And working, helping, transforming, 
through the process of the evolutionary process of everything that's happening, the here and the now. Mm-hmm. And they're helping our planet, right? They're able yes. to um, stay in that realm and be somebody's yes. angel and it has a physical body, right? Yes. Are their companion or look over them? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Companion. <laughs> But they, but they can't actually move things in the physical body, can they? I mean, move things in the physical from that realm. Well, you're knocking on my wall. So Together. You, you've got to be moved. Yes. It depends upon their, the, their vibration and how strong the vibration is. And it takes some help so, to learn. Everybody in 5D is not equal, right? Some have each, more abilities each, than others. Each is, each is individual. Every, mm-hmm. Each one has their individuality, although we are one. Mm-hmm. And... You know, people that have played big positions here in the world have done major things. And if they end up in 5D, are they treated special? Like, you know, we talked to Yogananda once. And uh, I don't think he's treated special in 5D, is he? Um... It's, that's a difficult, it's not about being treated special, you mean in 5D? Well, he's respected, at least. Does he have special respect there? Oh, yes, yeah, he is, I mean, each one, yes, yes, he radiates in 5D, and yes, Mm -hmm. yes, yeah, yeah. Yeah. At a high, very high frequency, yes. Um, he shines very brightly. Shirley? Yeah. You know what? My phone just disconnected me. So oh. I'm calling on my VOIP line. Okay. Um, you know, I'm just curious if Stacy is there. Stacy, I know she was on at the beginning of the call. Can you do star six? I'm with you, Wynn. Hi. Hello, Stacy. Hello, Wynn. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? No. I'm... I can hear you, Stacy. 
Wynn, can you hear me? All right. Let me see if I can find her. Wynn, can you hear me? Stacy's here and she's unmuted. I can hear her. Yeah, when we can all hear her. It's just you that can. Yeah. Stacy, are you there? Yes, she is there. Hello, Stacy. Calling Stacy. Earth to Stacy. When we can hear her, but you can't. Okay. For some reason. She is gone. John, do you want to ring him to let him know uh, that he I'm going to open the line. Somebody call him and tell him he can, he's not hearing. Let's see if anyone wants to ask Terry a question. Is that okay, Terry? Hello? Sita? Terry? Yes. Can you hear me now? <laughs> yes, I can hear you, Stacey. Okay, beautiful. We, we can all hear you. When can you hear me? John? Well done, John. I think we screwed up. <laughs> Hello, Wynn. Connect. Please. I can hear you. Can you hear me? There's something wrong with Wynn's equipment. Okay, I now I got it. There's something wrong, something wrong with your phone, Wynn. Just try hanging up and calling back. Well, you can hear. Can you hear me now? Yes, I can. Yes, we can hear you, but you yes. can't hear her, Stacy. Can you hear me now, Wynn? I hear you, Stacy. All right, beautiful. Yay! My phone hung up on me. I went back to the VOIP, and um, Shirley, are you there? Yes. Do you mind if I try asking Stacy some questions and see if T Terry, I believe Terry is coming through Stacy. Are you oh, hearing? Please do. Please do. Oh, Stacey? I'm sure she is. Stacy? Yes, Lynn. Are you, are you tuning into Terry? Yeah, I can feel Terry. She feels really lovely and very open-hearted, really beautiful, mm -hmm. very, um, very sweet, very angelic, very beautiful. If I ask you a question, can can Terry answer it through you? Um, yes. Terry, is there any difference in the kind of information that can come through Stacy as opposed to Shirley? Um, yes. Yeah. Can you tell us the difference?
It more has to do with um, an excess of vibration. Um, it more has to do with an excess of, vibra- of vibration. Mm-hmm. Well, I'll tell you what, I'm going to leave both Shirley and Stacy open on the line for a moment. And then I want to see if any of you want to ask questions. Okay. So just a moment. And when I also may say both answers have accuracy, so it's not about not having accuracy. It just sometimes from a different plane of perception, mm-hmm. depending on where it's viewed from. Just like in life, if it's a different perception of viewing, or if it's a different dimension, so it doesn't counter. It just is. Uh, it's just distinct. And both of us, you know, portals, when the energy comes through, it comes through. So I'm going to say it's more about the energy and the frequency than it is about the answers. Well, you know, you know what? The person has to receive the energy to the best of their ability. Right. And, you know, you and Shirley probably have different receivers, bandwidths on your receiver. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, uh-huh. so one of you may be able to access different bandwidth than the other one, in which case um, we'll get a different perspective, you know? Yeah. It's not like we're trying to um, make somebody wrong or getting it wrong. I mean... When Terry first started coming through, I asked so many questions to the people that were bringing her through, and you know she could knew her, she could help find things in our house. Um, she was uh, she I knew it was her. There were lots of things, and actually, then I well. I'm not going to tell that story. Right now, the lines are open. And does it, does anyone want to ask a question to Terry? I have a question. Yes, I have a question. Yes, you do. Um, well, I witnessed my auntie as she was going through a very painful end-of-life um, situation. She had dementia very advanced dementia. She had stage four ovarian cancer that was not known about until the very end of her life. And what I want to know is why why does the person refuse to eat food and drink water? Because my auntie refused to eat any food or drink any water and she didn't eat for about a month and she didn't drink any fluids um well it got less and less and eventually she didn't drink anything for about 10 days and it was really horrible looking at somebody go through that 
and I wanted her to cross over straight away. And I was wishing all the time, every day, that we had a way, we had rules in, you know, in our country, in the UK, that would allow somebody to legally end their life rather than going through at least a month of suffering. And she was in pain as well. And I could see she was in pain. And I was tuning into her psychically. But she was also yelling. And I, the other people thought that she was trying to communicate, but I thought she was in pain. And I said to them, look, I think she's in pain. I think you need to give her some more morphine. But witnessing the end of her life was difficult because I could see she was frightened of even taking the morphine because obviously very strong painkiller. Mm-hmm. Um, and I could, I could feel um, what she was going through. Um, but she, you know, she wouldn't eat anything. She wouldn't drink anything. And I'm I'm wondering why, because I've heard that this is common when people that become is, ill. Yes. Yes. Yes, that is very common. That is part of the process. It is very, very common. And it allows for the connection with spirit. And it's more pain for the loved ones than what it is for her suffering because she was connected her, she was connected in the astral realm her spirit was in the higher densities and she was not in the body a lot and is part of the letting the it, the letting go and the transitioning to spirit. And um, like I said, it's harder on the loved ones. They seem to suffer more. Although, yes, she was in a lot of pain, but with or the the morphine does help to release the pain though too. It is it helps with the connection, but um, yeah, well, yeah, I kind of lost it there. But it is in the eating that's very normal, and then so you're you're. Your chakras, they shut your seed atoms in your chakras, release one at a time, and that time period allows each chakra seed to slowly release into spirit energy again. Oh, thank you. Terry? It seemed... Let me just say something. CJ, you described the situation with your aunt exactly what Terry did. Because right. she, wouldn't eat. she wouldn't eat. 
And it was driving me crazy because I was going to a different restaurant every day and buying her all these meals and uh, and sitting there begging her to eat some of the food that they were bringing in. And Terry, what were you going through when you were denying food? Um, just processing into, I was in the higher frequencies when I was not eating my, my spirit body no longer requires the food. It was a disconnection, a disconnection from the physicality, from the physical body, disconnecting from that. And um, and I did not require food for energy because I was more becoming more of a light. I was transitioning into being becoming a light being, an energy being. Mm-hmm. Had you, had you, was the decision already made for you to leave the realm? Oh, yes. I mean, we make that in our reviews. Mm-hmm. Everything is chosen. You know, we, I, yes, everything I chose, each person chooses. So, I wanted to, I want to mention a few things that I noticed about the process that I watched my auntie go through. And one of the other things I noticed was that we, my mum and I, we told her that she could leave, that she should leave as soon as she wanted because we didn't want her to suffer. And she, when I looked at her, I could feel her thinking things. And she was thinking, I really want to leave, but my body won't let me. I had the distinct feeling that the body has a process to shut down. And if the body is not ready to shut down, the person doesn't is unable to cross over unless their body shuts down. Mm-hmm. And that was one, a thing I noticed. Yes, yes. And that was very nice that you helped her, that you allowed her, that you guided her with the release. And also, it's the loved ones not wanting to let go that can hold you, keep you back in the body, too. And if everyone is praying to... Um, they're not ready for your release. That can hold you. Your loved ones can hold you back a little bit too. Oh, 
on the day before my auntie. And she just wants to thank you so much for for that connection that you gave her with Hotur, with the process of going through the various stages. Everything was right. Through the suffering, the suffering, much grace. Without the suffering, um, the, the grace and the reaching, the, 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 for a energy lighting the higher frequencies is it helped with the evolutionary process most definitely and you just helped her with her fears and she was able to be connected with loved ones on the other side and it's just like she was just back and forth back and forth and um, she sends you much love. Oh, I send her much love. Okay, yeah, let's see if anyone else wants to ask a question, okay? Okay. Thank you. Ben, can I say something? Stacy. Stacy, yeah. Vita, um, when I, uh, as far as tuning in, my dear, um, I see her with a really strong crystalline like field. It feels like when um, each person goes through this particular process, there's an energy field that descends upon them, like um, kind of like a launching pad out, like uh, a different, you know, between worlds or between realms, um, between dimensions. It's a different field or frequency that, it isn't that we can't feel that when we're in body. We can also when we move into these different interdimensional planes, but it feels like there's a energy that kind of um, descends. And when I see her body before she left, it was very sparkly. Um, see a lot of gold. Yes. Silver. Yes, a lot yes. Of and you are right. Yeah. And so there, I saw I saw that there was a, a beautiful light like a um, a high-frequency light that was over her face, um, emanating from her. And this was the day um, before she crossed over. So, yes, you, you are right. It's amazing. Yeah. Now, that's not, that's not what they call the tunnel of light, is it? <laughs> Well, I'm, <laughs> it's it's the soul energy and um, the exact energy that Stacy is referring to. This um, high dimensional energy that comes over the person, and um, and also there was a visitor um, that day, a, a angel being that was watching over my auntie because she was getting ready, very close to crossing over. 
And mm-hmm. when she did cross over, she came straight to me and I knew she was there. And we all gave her a hug. We all spoke to her and um, we gave we gave her a group hug. <laughs> Oh, that's so beautiful. It was beautiful. And then in the night, in the night, my nan came and collected her. I sent her lots of loving energy. I surrounded her with loving energy. And um, and my, my nan collected her and she went to the heaven realm. And then the following day, she came back. Because she was very excited and she brought her partner who had crossed over um, many years before she had. She brought him. His name's John. And so my auntie and John <laughs> came back. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it was so exciting. It's funny, Sija, that you're saying this because John was coming to me at the beginning of the call. And, 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 yes, yes, and, so, and I'm thinking, so John, wonderful. John, yes, that's beautiful, <laughs> thank you, thank you, Stacey. Thank you, Stacey. Well, I wanted to mention to everyone listening, one of the most beautiful and amazing things that you can do if your loved one cross over is to know that they're there with you. You might not be able to sense them and to talk to them, to tell them you love them, to surround them in loving energy, beam the loving energy towards them. And if you can do that, it is one of the most beautiful things that you can do for your loved ones. And they're not dead. They are always alive and they, they will come back and visit you from time to time. And if they're um, if they're a, a partner um, of yours, they usually stay around for a considerable length of time, sometimes up to a year. And they look over you, they visit you, and they try and help you on the other side. And they're, they're so beautiful because they're in their spirit bodies and they're a much higher frequency. But they're just so beautiful, these souls. So treasure that. Does that mean Terry's going to be visiting me for a year? Yes. Yeah. Well, Terry's still visiting you now, and they can stay longer. I've had, yeah. I've known, I've known people with family members that won't leave their family members, and they stay there for mm-hmm. years. And they will, if you have a big house, what they do is they'll find a nice part of the house that's quiet and they will come and they will stay in that part of the house. But they will also travel backwards and forwards between um, visiting you and visiting and being in the heaven realms. And your pets uh, will do the same thing as well. Yeah. So they they are all alive. Then nobody dies. It's just the body that dies. Right. So it's very comforting knowing that they'll always be there. And when you cross over, they will come to visit you and help you to cross over. Yes. Yeah. Well said. Um, it's amazing. 
Terry was doing. Terry was. Terry was. Go ahead, go ahead, Stacy. So when I tune into when you're speaking, um, what I'm seeing um, is more like an interdimensional pathway. So they're, it's kind of you know they're they're interdimensional. So when we're interdimensional, we are you know we're pure light and we're you know you can say multidimensional and we we coexist. We can coexist in different dimensions or different get the right words uh, different fields or frequencies. So, in a way, um, there isn't any particular space or time that we're in yet. We're in those places, but we're also simultaneously, um, you know in the light, in in the field of the light. So that's why, you know, it could appear that the person could be in one place and another place at the same time. Um, so it's, 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 if you think about if you lived in a place where there's no space, there's all space. Or no time, there's all time. So there's all accessible uh, fields of the vibrational uh, light fields that are are co co, co occurring, like co-regulating, co-occurring, co-vibrating. It's um, very much I see like a lot of vibrational light around when you were talking, like and I see some blues and some silvers, and of course there's other colors, um, you know, there's different spectrums of colors, but it's it's like these they're fields of vibrations, and we can also do the same when we surround the planet Earth or anybody we love or yes. you know, raise the consciousness, the more we learn uh, this interdimensional type of travel or frequencies, that's going to help us shift the planet. It's about us dropping into these vortices of energy and in, feel the embodiment of them, our heart and our soul and then we can also, and through our eyes, too, there's a illuminate, illumination that comes through the eyes um, that, that is helping us. So the more we work on this practice of um, this interdimensional, multidimensional field, because um, it's, it's very hard to describe these things in words because they, they're living in a, in a way, a different plane than us. It's, it's a different vocabulary. It's a different world. It's not 3D. It's not separation. There's no, you know, if we most of the time we talk in a place of separation. There's isn't. There's only uh, this pure field of divine oneness. So there isn't right, wrong, good or bad. There just is frequency and light, and not. Uh, yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't live like we talk in this realm. It's it's a it's a whole nother field. It's more of an energy field, and it's more about feeling that energy. And there's something else that I was uh, was was coming through. Um, I was getting um, Terry so sweet. There's something about salt, and um, just a teeny bit of salt. Uh, you know, maybe the last thing that somebody has before they transcend, I'm not saying it could be the day before or it could be a month before or whatever, a little bit of mineral salt. 
something about it uh, can help facilitate uh, the transcension of the body and something about it that a pure salt, like very pure, clean. Uh, do, 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 you, do you mean putting it in water and drinking it? No, just a tiny bit on the tongue. There's something about it. It mm-hmm. like this is an ancient practice. Um, I'm just getting, you know, from the Himalayans or someplace, but just a tiny bit. And then, you know, it could be a month before, a week before. It could be any period of time, and then the stop eating. But that could help uh, the body get, okay, these are the minerals. It's kind of like, and the physical plane, it's like a sending off gift. Just a tiny, tiny bit of salt on the tongue, just to, to taste of that uh, frequency. It, uh, also helpful um, that I just being shown. So I just wanted to share those those bits. Oh. So beautiful, so just the oh, Thank you. Oh, that's place. amazing. Yeah, so lovely. Yeah. yeah Very right. touching. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and that that you're so connected in that field is so it's exquisite. It's you carry this exquisite light field energy that always surrounds you and it's a lot of see a lot of purple purple hazes around you and beautiful colors and lavender oh. and other colors. Oh. Not Jimmy Hend not Jimmy Hendrix, is it? <laughs> <laughs> well you know my aunt my auntie met Jimi Hendrix and oh. a lot of the famous a lot of the famous American black uh, blues musicians because she uh-huh. was a great fan of the American blues musicians. <laughs> yeah. Oh, see James yeah. Stacey. Let me, let, me, let me give a moment, see if anyone else has a question. Okay. Okay, no questions. CJ, let, let me ask you. Can can we get John Lennon now? Not not <laughs> CJ. Shirley, Shirley. I don't know if you, if you can tell. Shirley. Well, Jimmy's here. Jimmy's here now. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk to Jimmy <laughs> and Purple has has he reconnected? Has he reconnected with my auntie? <laughs> oh yes. Oh yes, definitely. <laughs> are you are you are you serious? Hi, Jimmy. Jimmy. Wait a second. Are you serious? Um, Shirley, Jimmy Hendrix came in. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Hi, <yeah>. Jimmy. <laughs> Hi. Jimmy, Look, do you remember on. when you used? Do you remember when you used to play at the Cafe Wa in New York? Yes. You know, I saw you. I was there. Uh huh. And uh, that was before. That was before you were famous. Before you went to England. Uh huh. Yes. Yeah. So, are you enjoying? Are you enjoying it on the other side? Oh yes. But they don't have guitars there, do they? 
We make our own freak. We make our own music still. We we are still very creative. Um, our creativeness never, it's always flowing. Um, it's a part of the soul. So tell me, have you met John Lennon on the other side? Oh, yes. Yes, definitely. Did you play music together? Yes. John, are you there with Jimmy? Coming in. Um, I have trouble, Shirley has trouble <laughs> switching frequencies, but yes, um, I feel mm-hmm. John's presence now. Ooh, it's a lot. <laughs> John, I'm going to play a song. I think this is a good song for this conversation, okay? This is a song that you wrote that was really, it was a demo that was released (laughs) after you left this realm, okay? And it's probably a good song for where you're at now. Thanks for showing up. Um, You're welcome. Please to be with hang you. On. Hang on, hang on. Here we go, coming up, coming up.
Sound. Do you remember that song? Yes. 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 That was from 1977, and it was just a demo. And I think. The Beatles recorded it after you died. You know, I think they overdubbed it. I think so. But it sounds like that's what life in 5D is like, free as a bird. You think so? Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Do you ever see Brian Epstein? Yeah. is not the right word. Brian yeah. Epstein was the yeah. Beatles, Beatles manager that uh, yeah. um, for quite some time, and he died. He died at the prime, I think, of his his um, his function with the Beatles. Well, you know, I, I had another thing I was going to play. It's kind of funny. This is really short. Let me just put it on. See if you remember this, Dan. You can feel him around here. Oh, I've seen uh, twice. He's Did still... he feel that? Oh, yeah. You've, you've seen oh, it? Oh, yeah. I felt uh, one time very strong that uh, I was in the hotel. That's Ringo. He's, he's, he felt he had, was connecting with John Lennon's ghost. Told him in L.A. And uh, I was real down, miserable, whatever was going on. He was in the corner saying, what do you do? And being miserable. So come on, get it together. No, I believe, like George, on that respect, though, we just did the joke a bit about the eggs, but uh, we do continue. And I do believe in God. <laughs> yes. Yeah. You remember that, John? Yes. Yes. Mm. I think you and Ringo got along. You and Ringo got along pretty well, huh? Um. Yeah, Ringo got along with most of it, with all of us. Um, he was kind of the cohesiveness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Kind of amicable. Yeah. Well, is is there anything you would like to share with people while you're on the line? Just imagine the earth being healed. And imagine the heavenly bliss imagine we are one imagine to fly free like a bird and that's what our soul does and we forever live, yes. We are mm-hmm. forever living, And there should be no 
Mm-hmm. Fear associated with death away. It is stigmatized. We sh- it's a process we should welcome and celebrate. And it can be painful. But it's to release. It's just so nice, the freedom, the, the, the spirit, the, loving love, the love is very, very strong and Sending blessings to everyone of my followers, and I, and I connect with many still. Mm-hmm. Are you talking to people on on this side? Yes, many, many. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, you got enough people that love you to choose from. I think, huh? Yes. <laughs> okay. I'm going to play oh, right oh, now. When? when? Yes. Yes. So I'm also when I'm tuning in um, with a different frequencies, it's more like, um, you know, we talk about the Akashic Records, it's more of a vibration of the person the past that has a vibration. Mm-hmm. But in the higher realms, it's just, isn't like, it isn't like talking or not talking. It's more about uh, feeling and connecting um, with with the field. So it's it's not done through language per se, like we have words. It's done through mm-hmm. vibration. So, when beings come through, it's a vibrational accordance, and then words appear. But it's more about uh, sending a frequency. And the more we can, as a species, tap into the frequencies, these higher frequencies, then we're going to raise, you know, we talk about the awakening, raising the consciousness. So it's not like, like a conversation, it's more like you feel the frequency and then language appears, but it isn't like there's language there. It's, there's more like light and frequency and the oneness, and that is filled with love beyond love, beyond love, beyond love, beyond love, because it's just this, it's a pure harmonious like concert of, of music that's, that, that's singing and, and playing, and it's so beautiful. It's because when something then that alignment or their accordance from that that starlight beings from the celestial realms and the other realms are in concert there it just is that and then people it comes through as words because that's our communication so um, I mean we could sing it or we could hum it even um, yeah. or could or um, you know, or uh, or dance it, 
um, through the well, body. I, uh, really I, know, I know Terry, when she was in a body and she was channeling, yes. she would get pictures uh-huh. and then have to translate the pictures into words, you know? Uh-huh. Uh, that's a, Terry, is that right? Pictures? Is that the right word? Yes, yes, yes. Thank you, Stacy. Mm-hmm. That was so well said. That was beautifully said. Thank you for... Thank you. You're welcome. And it's similar, I want to bring this forth, too, that, um, you know, when a baby is born, um, they're still in a ethereal field. Uh, they say, you know, for three or four months, it could be longer or five months, of between the realms. That's why they say we have little, you know, Christs or Buddhas or Muhammads or whatever. It's just they're so, they're in the field. They're not in a place of separation like you and me. It's, it's a different world when we're truly in this field of oneness, which I feel that is, is where we're going. I mean, we've been going for a long time, but heading, but to bring in these practices with the Elohim and the Ra and the other higher spiritual councils to really be in practice with, um, you know, for these calls to help mitigate and and open the field so that the higher truth can, you know, come through. And, and then, you know, everything is different when we're, we've shifted and we can open the light bodies more in a higher ray um, and then still stay in the body, though, and have the body protected, but to be able to dance. Um, it's, it's a very fine line between the worlds. It's a very, 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 very fine frequency. So it's um, it's very sweet, and it's to be you know revered and and honored, and and we all have access to it. Um, you know, as we step more into our divine soul's portal and our, our divine soul's calling. You know, and why we're here is to express that uh, to the world and uh, and bring that forth like these beautiful beings that, you know, when you're talking to with Shirley and the singers, um, you know, the, the music's a lot of it's, you know, they can call it downloaded or channeled or taken from the field through vibration. And the more it's vibrationally aligned, in anything we do with our health or a business or relationships, uh, the stronger it gets and the more miracles, quote unquote, happen on the planet. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Stacey. And yes, I, it, I is know a, what you know. it is a beingness. And thank you for expressing the beingness, John is reiterating and thanking you for acknowledging and you know I want to cut you both off for a moment because before we finish the call I have um, you know I usually play a little of one of Terry's Elohim sessions and I want to do that before we run out of time so Hang on. Is that okay with both of you? 
This is Wednesday, January 25th, and um, you should do damage control. Each and every person on the line is connected with if they wish to be connected with. And it is a free will thing, and we do not violate anyone's free will. Do you have questions? We do. We have some questions that are under submission. And the first question is from Chris in Memphis. And I don't know if he's on the line, but I'm sure he'll listen. And he thinks he he might be under negative attack. Can I ask why that's so, and what can I do to stop them? And I might might add, uh, if someone was doing um, marijuana, would that encourage or open oneself up further to negative attacks? Yes. Thank you. When one does marijuana or any drug that shifts the consciousness of an individual away from total awareness, they are a target or may become a target to be used by other forces. Give us a minute and let us look at the situation. We see that there has been a fear of negative attack and we see that that in your childhood there were within the area in which you grew up there were entities that were so to call having fun in that they were tricksters and were trying to play games. This led to an orientation wherein there was a fear of such things as they made the world a little less sensible as they would come in and do scary forays to make a connection. 
but they really didn't know how. We see other entities that were able to make inroads based upon these open channels that were developed when you were a child. One of the things that you can do is to close down when you feel an attack, to close down that open channel of yourself in the direction of the that the attack is coming from, to close down the open door that lets those things in. One of the easiest ways to do this is to change frequency. As there is a frequency of fear, a frequency of being overtaken, frequency of loss of control, and if one can let that go and move into something else, change your focus and move into something that is grounding, that you can move your whole self into and you can be at a different frequency than the fear. For instance, if you went down to the um, Penny Arcade and began to play some of the games to take your attention off of it or to watch something on TV that you found would take your attention and shift it into something meaningful or to meet with a friend and listen to music. Something to shift your frequency away from that frequency in which the attack is coming and which there is a fear and an open door through the fear to let them come in, slide in on that fear. We send you a light. Thank you. Next question. If someone has gained the realization of the shift and they want to get their act together quickly because they come to the conclusion that there really might be a graduation, what's their best course of action? On things within a person's life can keep one's attention on things to do with this realm. We are reminded of an incident where a gentleman, an old gentleman, passed away and Terry as a child had been staying there with these people after school or sometimes late into the evening and sometimes even sleeping there. 
when the old gentleman passed away, he had things that he wished to wrap up that weren't wrapped up. And he had a greenhouse where he grew orchids behind the house. And Terry went out in one time when she was there after he passed away. She went into the greenhouse and then she came back in the house and she had this obsession with going over to his desk and opening his desk and searching for a paper, a very important paper. But Terry had no idea what it was that she was searching for. And what it was is the gentleman was trying to use Terry to locate a very important paper that he had not dealt with and needed to be dealt with. So one of the things is to wrap up the things that could deter you from moving into a different situation. Many times when people pass over to the other side, if it happens quickly, they do not realize that they have passed over and they consider that they are still alive and they keep trying to do the things that they he had done before and to complete things or to still talk to people or not to move on as they do not realize their circumstance has changed. So one of the things is to listen to some of the calls concerning uh, death and dying and what uh, going to the higher realms and what it is like and on the tunnel of light and um, essentially is the preparation is to be able to shift, learn to uh, shift, and learn to shift from one thing to another and take your attention, your full attention with you and know that this third density realm is meant to people and that they are not their body and that they when they leave are still alive and they then can be free to finish have finished the chapter that they have left to begin to write a new chapter rather than to hang on to the old. Hanging on to things is a key. Um, one needs to not only know how to hang on, but to let go when it is the right time to let go and to carry one's creation with them rather than to keep being created by the past. Thank you. Great answer. And 
I would say, from my own experience, one thing to do is do things that help other people where you get no one knows you're doing it. You know, there's a lot of built-in things in people that do things for approval. They want other people's respect. And so I'm going to church today, and everyone sees them. Um, do things that are just between you and God, and don't tell anybody you're doing them. Even if it's taking a moment every day or 15 minutes and say, I'm dedicating these 15 minutes for my relationship to spirit. Or if it's helping someone in need of help in a way where you come through for them and you don't tell anyone you help them because then it becomes, it starts to become 3D then because then it becomes the recognition level in 3D. And do do things every week of that kind of caliber where no one knows what you're doing and you make a difference. I tell people go visit an old age home or go visit a, a rehabilitation home. Walk around and talk to people. Maybe take a book of jokes or print some jokes from the Internet or print some wisdom. And while you're there, read it to them. And you will get gratitude back like you wouldn't believe. And get used to feeling that because now you're truly being a light worker. You're, you're not doing it for the show and the tell. You're doing it for planetary service. And as you keep doing that and get into the habit of it, it brings something starts to move inside you and I think you start to get recognized for that from the higher realms. That's a different recognition than the world. And it's very subtle, but it works. And next question here is from Isis. What has been causing me so much nausea within the last couple of weeks? Is it related to my appendix? Is, if so, is the colon cleanse I'm taking from Dr. Marshall helping? Thank you. In the area of the intestinal tract, there is much grounding. And as things shift, it can cause nausea, um, a disorientation, a, a looking at things from um, one perspective when within yourself the connections that you are used to are shifting and you don't feel as grounded. We take a look.
we see that you may wish to get an opinion of an expert in the area of the um, lower intestinal tract and the structure of the body um, and to have it checked out to see if it is your appendix and also you may if by finding some a good colonic therapist that is also um, medically savvy and can work gently with the body to give you more information. Like perhaps a chiropractor who knows body structure that can check you out and help you with this process of the nausea continues. In fact, even if it doesn't, you should call Dr. Marshall and report what is happening as you may need some further support. We see that pressure in the area of the appendix can indeed cause nausea and we suggest that you get it looked at and by an expert who is not surgery happy but works with the natural processes of the body in correction. Thank you. Next question. Gary Gary Brownlee asked me this question, and I thought I would ask it. He says, what is the order of Mount Kesedek? Give us a moment. Thank you for your question. Give us a moment. It is a word that's appeared many times in history. Probably most recently, what I know of is, uh, I believe the Mormons use the Melchizedek priesthood as part of their rituals. 
the vocabulary. What is the meaning of the word Melchizedek? Melchizedek? Um, it's some kind of ancient, let me see here, 